Bull Tiberius, Bright. What's going on, mate? How are you? <laughs> I can't complain, man. Welcome back. Thank you yeah, so much for yeah. being back. Yeah. We got, uh, you know, a couple good, uh, good, good reviews on our last podcast. So I wanted to have you back and possibly make this like a weekly thing with you, bro. Bro, I'm down for whatever. Okay, cool. Let's get it. Let's get it. So to be honest with you, um, a lot of things are always going on in the world, right? This particular week, I... I wasn't impressed. I wasn't nothing. I just didn't care. I'm becoming more and more desensitized to the world because it's just too much shit. It's just too much shit. So the things that I want to talk about this week are unrelated to Russia and Ukraine. They're unrelated to the heavy stuff that we're constantly bombarded with on a weekly and daily basis. It's just, it's too much. So we can talk about that stuff if you want, but for me, I'm just, I I don't care anymore. Bro, I don't watch any of that shit. I, I, like you, I'm desensitized. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. what's going on back in England with Boris. I don't mm-hmm. care what's going on in the Ukraine. I know that sounds so insensitive, right? Mm-hmm. To say I don't mm-hmm. care, but I don't want to wake up and just get madness drilled into my head from the moment I wake up to the moment I go, you realize you could listen to this all day long. You like, really could. It's on a loop. You could listen. And you can partake in it and comment on Instagram <sighs> and Twitter and Facebook all day and, and be a part of the conversation. But why? It's Bro. not doing anything for <sighs> us. Nothing. Just so. making you sick, literally. Making you sick to your stomach. Literally. <laughs> making you grab a, a bag of, of, of something bad to eat yeah, and eating true. it, becoming obese. I'm going to do that anyways. <laughs> I but mean, yes, no, I feel you though. If I smoke, I, you know, yeah, of course, I, I may on, do dude. that. But I'm just saying, you know, this is out of hand at this point. It's, it's too just, much. it drills over and over. And then your Instagram feed, if you subscribe to that stuff, it's just beating you over the head with it all day, every day. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And unfortunately, we can escape most of it, but we can't escape all of it. And one thing we can't escape right now are these fucking gas prices. Bro, it's like seven dollars. <laughs> $7 at Arco, which is supposed to be gas that's filled with, with water and shit. It's like diluted gas. And it's still seven dollars. And I have to do premium, because you know I got the VMR and shit. Um, it's just too much. And I'm wondering where does this end? What's the end game? Are we talking about eight, nine, ten dollars a gallon? What's going on? I mean, you know, honestly, I guess there are some people this this amount is really hurting their pocket. But for the average person, what's that one less meal out? Oh, no. Dude, it's hurting my pocket. First of all, any Uber driver, this is hurting your pocket. Oh, that's true. They're barely scraping by. I and now did. they have $7 a gallon? I did not even Door think of drivers, Uber. DoorDash drivers, Postmates, you name Oh, I did not All think of guys, that. All those guys, the gig economy. I'm sorry, the gig economy. I can't speak today, guys. Bear with me. But yes, they're fucked. See, I still live like a European. I live um, in Glendale where I can walk everywhere. Do you walk everywhere? I walk everywhere. Uh... I, I walk to the gym. I walk to Whole Foods. I walk to Trader Joe's. I walk to Ralph's. I walk to so many different shopping areas. I Everything I need is literally a five to 10 minute walk Wait, from so my house. Wait, so you walk back home with your groceries in hand? Yes. Oh, that's some European shit, bro. We don't do that shit out here. That's crazy. It's not crazy. It's oh not crazy. God, wild. It's a 10 minute walk 
I guess it's a good workout, but damn. yeah, like I. Trader, you, Trader Joe's is the farthest. Well, if I took Trader Joe's, it'd be 15 minutes, but but Whole Foods, maybe 10. But you have a car, correct? I sold my car. Copy. Okay. And so now I don't I even, I don't even, I didn't even drive. That's I take Uber. Is. I do whatever. So next time for the podcast, I, I forgot about that. Let me know. I'll pick you up. <laughs> you know, I, I'm so accustomed to, okay, okay, do copy, whatever. to figuring it out. Yeah. Like yeah. I Uber or do whatever. Um, because I don't need, but where I live, I just don't need a car really like I I literally walk to everything yeah. I need that makes sense it, it's quite easy and you're so accustomed to that culture already it's like you know you really don't need a car you no. you are so many years into that game what's the point unless you were to have a family yeah know, yeah I'm a single man okay exactly. let, let, let's let that be known I don't have children I don't have a wife um, so it's quite there, it's ladies. much easier it's much easier for a single man you know single men we don't need much Right, I don't have an elaborate uh, apartment with nice decorations and all that shit. No, I feel you know, you. I, I just I live quite simply. I could have been happy living in ancient Greece. I would be quite happy. I, I don't need much. Yeah, I guess I'm thinking to myself, what life would have been like in ancient Greece? Would me or you have been kings, or would we have been slaves as black men? Probably slaves, honestly. Well, it was uh, no. It wasn't racist yeah, like you that. You go to like Yudogi or something. What's, you like what's Yudogi? Yudogi. It's like when you're a boy, they teach you how to fight, mm. and then you have to go off in the wilderness and survive for a certain amount of time. And if you make it back home, <laughs> you're in. And if you don't, oh well, you die. <laughs> That's the way it worked. That's how it worked. How come we don't do that kind of stuff anymore? There's no rites of passage in today's mm, times yeah. in the Western world. It's like, oh, you're 18, you're an adult. No, the fuck you're not. <laughs> you haven't proven anything. Now, these days, if you're 18, you can go to war and you can't even buy a pack of cigarettes. You can't buy a beer. They're all, it's like semantics. It's, it, it, I don't understand who was in charge of making all these laws? I guess it was the founding forefathers or people before that, but in you know, in, in your case in, in, in England. But these the laws, majority of laws are very benign. Like that one. The fact that you can go to war and die for your country at eighteen, but you can't buy cigarettes. Which is a new law, by the way. That used to be eighteen. And now it's twenty one. I don't know if you if, if you know that. I did not yeah, know that. Cigarettes is 21 now, at least in America. Really? It sure is. I, I mean, I've never, I shouldn't say never. When I was a boy, a young boy, I used to buy my, my cigarettes for my grand. Sure. Because she would say, go to the store and go get me my right, pack. Right, right. They would let me as a five-year-old just buy them. I've heard that. That's crazy. But, you know, it was different in my time. I'm they knew it wasn't for you. you. Right. I'm a bit older than you, so things have changed. But, uh, yeah, you're not, at least I was not really an adult. I went to university in North Carolina at 18. I was not really ready, not really, to be on my own. <laughs> I mean, these days, none of us are. Financially, we're not ready. It's so expensive to live, just to live as a regular person in America. I mean, unless you're Mr. Beast and 19 years old and the top paid guy on YouTube, what are you going to do? Work at McDonald's? You gotta start your own shit, but not everybody is a shepherd. I realized that, my dad told me that when I was a kid. He's like, look, there's sheep and a shepherd in the world. You gotta figure out who you are and run with it. And imagine if we were all shepherds. Imagine if we were all, you know, uh, uh, 
entrepreneurs and businessmen. Dude, nothing would get done. No, no. You need sheep. Right. To make the company run or make right. whatever it is that you're trying to right. build run. Whether it's it's a film, music, art, you need those fucking sheep. Absolutely. You know? And and in today's culture, it's like on Instagram, oh, you have to be an entrepreneur. You have to be an entrepreneur. If if you're not, you're a loser. Well, that's not exactly true. Not you know. And everyone's not built to be an entrepreneur. We talked about uh, before the podcast about fishermen in Alaska who are making twenty thousand dollars in the summer. Yeah, absolutely. And they're fishermen. There's yeah. money to be made. You don't have to be a boss. Here's the thing: if you have to question if you're a boss, you're probably not a boss, and that's okay. Go find a job working for a dope ass boss that has a vision that it's going to, as Steve Jobs would say. Make a dent in the universe. And most entrepreneurs are not just running around just happy all the time. It, it takes a special type of person. Happiness is fleeting. Yes, happiness is fleeting. And you, you, it takes a special person to be an entrepreneur or like a CEO. Bro, I would never want to be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Why not? No, bro, no free time, no nothing. I, I think, and please correct me if I'm wrong, the CEO of Pepsi Cola is a woman. And I saw her in an interview <coughs> and her children, when they were young, they'd be like, mom, thanks for coming to visit us today. Oh, wow. You know, because she's so busy. So is far that the removed. life you really want? Just so you can say, oh, I'm worth well, X million. Let's break that you down. Know. As a woman, there are different expectations. Yeah. So those kids, those kids probably just wanted their mom around. As a dad, society has made it where it's okay if we spend 12, 14 hours at the office. As long as we're home for a couple hours, people expect less of us other than providing financially. In terms of emotional uh, awareness and, and being there for your kids uh, in that manner, society doesn't expect that from us like they do from women. So True. it must have been so difficult for her because she was expected to be a CEO at Pepsi and come home and be a mom. I yeah, mean, that's difficult. Fuck. And I know plenty of women who are not CEOs. They just have a good job. Like uh, they make several hundred grand a year and they just can't be home with their family. It just takes too much time and energy. Not in the way that they want to be. Not in the way they yeah. want to be. Yeah. And right now, you know, statistically women are more unhappy now than they were in 1960. That's what Jordan Peterson says, yeah. And and more women now, I think it's one in four women are on some type of anti-depressant drug. Aren't we as men more unhappy now than in the 60s? Well, that that's some other things going on too. Sure. That wouldn't be popular to we're say. Getting emasculated. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's keep it, it real. You know, it's funny. I, I have an acting class. Okay. And there's a girl, she's 22 years old. She teaching? No, 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 no. She's oh, one of the students okay, okay, in the okay. class. And she was drinking this water and on her bottle she had a sticker and it said feminist on it. And I asked her, you know, I don't know anyone her age. I don't know 22 year olds. I don't hang around them. Right. And she said, oh, uh, yes, I'm a feminist. Um, and I said, well, what does feminist, what, what does that mean to you, someone your age? She said, well, equality. And I just stopped asking questions that I didn't want any trouble. But I'm thinking, you were born in the year 2000. What equality do you not have? I, I don't understand it. Like, 
a matter of fact, she just graduated from university. More women graduate from university than men. That's true. Like, and in her demographic, in her demographic, women make more money per year than men do from I think sure. 22 to 32. Sure. The reason why it changes later, well, women want to have kids. They drop out of the workforce. They start to do all these other things. And I didn't go into any of this with her, but I'm thinking, you're 22 years old and you're thinking you don't have equality. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I don't understand it, you know? And there's all these different factors going in and women pursue these great careers and all this. And then they're 35, 36, and they have no children. Yeah. And now they're totally they're unhappy. unhappy. They're to Cause women find fulfillment in nurturing yeah. and you, you can't nurture. With the exception of a person like Elizabeth Holmes. Who is Elizabeth oh, Holmes? I'm so glad you asked me that. I was going to tell you anyways, probably, right? Elizabeth Holmes was the youngest self-made female billionaire. Mm. All off of a scam. Mm. She started a company called uh, Theranos. And she claimed that with one prick of a needle, just one little tiny blood drop, her company could determine what diseases, what diseases you would be prone to over a hundred different diseases. She couldn't do it, never happened. She was able to raise all this money and never delivered. Now, the more that I watch uh, her documentary on HBO and now her her new TV show, which is uh, Amanda Siegfried is, is acting and playing her mm. on, on, on Hulu, the more that I watch it, the more that I realize I feel like she actually believed she could pull it off eventually. She wasn't trying to scam people. Mm. She thought, look, this is how businesses are ran in Silicon Valley. I'm gonna fake it till I make it, but eventually I'm gonna figure it out. And unfortunately, she was never able to figure it out. And now she's, uh, I think she's going to prison for <laughs> apparently from either four months to 20 years. Whoa. Exactly. That's a, that's so a... you tell me what you think she's gonna get. She's a white woman. She's probably gonna get oh, that's that, a white that collar four crime. months. That's, that's a, a white collar yeah, crime. Yeah, no yeah, one was really hurt. She's a hustler, bro. No one was really hurt. Yeah, uh, she's one of those women. I don't know if she was happy per se. Once again, happiness and sadness are both fleeting. I strive for fulfillment. Because if, if you're fulfilled, nothing really else matters. You know. Now, was she fulfilled? I don't know. Um, but she was killing it. She was fucking killing life. Okay, I gotta tell you what and I feel about this. Family. I think what she did is like what a guy selling drugs is. He's just hustling, getting his money. I'm not one of those people who hates on someone trying to get their money. If someone wants to give, if I want to give her, I don't know how much she was charging, but if she, if I'm dumb enough to give my money to this girl to prick me with a needle, you know, and tell me which diseases I'm, I just lost my money, okay, and I'm not mad at her. Okay, so then how do you feel about Bernie Madoff and people like that? You know who that guy is? Yeah, that, okay. That, okay, that's a bit different. Sure. That, uh, that's a bit different, because those people are honest, hardworking people who are trying to invest and do things, quote unquote, the right way, right? There's a different amount of a scam, but he went to some posh prison too, didn't he? Right, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he didn't I'm go sure to. He didn't go to like I don't know the names of the prisons really, but San Quentin or some shit. Yeah, he yeah, went to Rikers. a posh. He went to a posh prison. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Right? I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. We can look it up, but I'm sure all those guys do. Martha Stewart, um, anybody who, like you said, well, first of all, are white 
and doing white collar crimes, you're going to go to a white and white collar crime prison. Yeah. That's just how it yeah. goes. Um, this is kind of interesting. You didn't get a chance to see. Well, you don't know who the Nelk Boys are, do you? I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> the Nelk Boys are... No, what, Nelk? Yes, Nelk. N-E-L-K. Yes, sir. I think they made up a new word. I don't know that Nelk is a word. So good for them on that front. These guys, they started as pranksters on YouTube a few years back. Now, you know, they've they've gotten real big in the YouTube, like, vlog space. Similar to what Mr. Beast does. But Mr. Beast is... No, I shouldn't say similar. But um, they both do vlogs. Mr. Beast is a philanthropy guy. They're more of a prankster type of uh, crew, if you will. Well, they now have a huge podcast. And they were able to get Donald Trump on their fucking podcast yesterday. And they streamed it live. And they they're were the smart. ones who broke the internet. They, yeah, I mean, yeah. I knew, because it was live when I watched it yesterday. I uh. knew when I was watching it, this is going to break the internet. I knew it. Um, first of all, it was live because they knew that YouTube probably is going to take it down at some point. So let's do it live. That way, you know, at least we'll get people watching now. What you do with it later, that's on you, YouTube. So we'll see. Currently, it's still on. But... Um, I was hoping you you watched it because it, it's just interesting to see, uh, you know, Trump be Trump. I fucking love it. If, can I be honest with you? It was refreshing. We have a walking corpse in office as we speak. He's being held up by strings. Literally. He can barely speak. And then we have Trump just come in yesterday on a podcast and... He's just funny. He's like weirdly likable. He, to me, he's more likable than Biden. I know it's an unpopular opinion. It's true. He's he's like a real dude to me. Bro, you, you know, like the things that Donald Trump says and does, it rubs some people the wrong way. He is the epitome of a person who just doesn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Like, you remember when he was running for office and the whole grab the woman by the pussy comment? Sure. Yes. Have you ever grabbed a woman by the pussy? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Most men have, and a lot of women like their pussies yes. grab. It's just crude language. It is. Yes, crude but language. he was in private as he was having a conversation, and someone recorded it. It wasn't like he was on a podium giving a speech. No, I think he did say it on a podium. Did he? Yeah, man. I thought it was private, and he got recorded. You know, I think. I think you're right about that. But he addressed it on the podium uh, and said it again. And said it again. He but, doubled down. But okay, that's what he does. He's that's a billionaire. What he does. I know. Billionaires don't give a fuck, right? And that's the argument is this: the leader of a country, yes, should not be saying these yes. kinds of things. You yes. can think that all you yes. want. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll go with that. That's However, the a guy like me, who doesn't give a fuck about the the package, sometimes like it's refreshing to see a real man. It, it is who says, "Oh yeah." I and now he's not the leader of the country, so now it's fucking hilarious. Now we can all sit back and actually enjoy Trump for who he is, mm -hmm. and not just you know berate the guy because of uh, you know the things he says. Do, do you know what's funny? The what? irony of all this in this country. So in this country, I think more black people, especially black males, became Republicans because of Donald Trump. Very, very much so. 
because in America, I think minorities in general. Yes, in America, it's like you're not black if you say you're a Republican, right? They will joke you. Yeah, they, they'll man. call you like Carlton Banks or yeah. something. But well, why were you a Democrat? What have the Democrats ever done for you that Nothing. leads fact, you the to Democrats believe were the racist ones back in the day? Yeah, because black people used to all be Republican. Look into your history, and and it and Democrats came up with a way to pull the wool over your head to make you believe that you should be on their side when in fact eh, I don't agree with that I mean, and, and again I'm, I, I'm not the historian on yeah. uh, on You're all this. from here no, but you understand so uh, you have to understand when you say not from here I've spent as much time in America as I have in Europe or England <laughs> so, so, so Americans so, don't think don't consider you one of us not in a bad way uh, if I speak American and they don't know I speak English, they that's all they think of me. Yes. Right. You see, like there are people even even here in LA, I've only spoken American to them. And they look at me in a totally Wait, hold on. different what way. What do you mean only spoken American? What does that mean? Because as opposed to speaking like British English, I'll just speak American to some people. With the American accent? Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, I do that because Let me hear it. You want to hear what? You want to hear me speak American? I want, I want to hear you speak like a nigga from America. <laughs> Come on. Why well, I gotta be a nigga from America though? I gotta That's speak not like a nigga? I, I, I can't just say American English. It got to be a nigga from America. Uh, really? Yo! What? Why you all... You bodied that. What are you talking... Bro, I told, I've spent as much time in America as I have... And my mom is American. Oh, my God. I've spent as much time in America. Yo, where are you from? It's, it's not you a... You really killed that. See, what will happen... I couldn't tell where you were from. I was trying to be like, okay... Yeah, you are American with that accent, but where would he be See, from? This is the, but it worked, though. This it is the played. thing. I'm going to say this as an American. If I don't jump back and forth, I will lose one or the other. So I have to practice them. Do you understand what I'm saying? If, if, I, if I stop speaking American completely, then I'll lose it. If I stop speaking uh, proper English, I'll lose it. So you ha I have to go back and forth. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, didn't, I, I had no clue you could do that. I am impressed. Thoroughly impressed right now. Bro, I'm an actor. On and most of my if you IMDB me, most of my work is in American English. All the commercials I've ever done in American English. Yo, good job. <laughs> what? Okay. What? So can I try my British? Oh my god, this I'll is going to be fucking hideous. Go ahead. <laughs> uh I'm from Britain. That's horrible. It's British. That's that's horrible. <laughs> I know this is oh, this is really bad. Hey, one it day I'll work with you. I'll work with okay, you. Yeah. I will work with you, I and I can I, help yeah. you. It's the sound. See, Americans when they try to do a British accent, which let's get this straight: there's not a British accent. Same thing with American. There's literally in the UK, literally a hundred different accents, right? But Americans, what they do is they hear, they see a, a film or something, and they try to mimic that. But the different British people in those films are using different accents. So you pick up bits and pieces of all of them and then you try to mix them all together. You don't know that that's what you're doing. So you're not really doing one specific accent. And that's why it's coming out all jumbled up and you don't know the proper sounds. But when you know the proper sounds, then you can get right. it. I know you guys don't say T's like British. Like it's, it's we very... do say T's. That's called. Oh. So what you're trying to do, that's like uh, Cockney. They do a uh, glottal Cockney. stop or, or just people in London in general, even if it's not Cockney, some will do what's called a glottal stop, meaning you don't say the T. But I pronounce my T's. I, I do. I, I say British, not British. Do you understand the difference? Yeah. I don't do the glottal stop. British is kind of cooler though. I like that. It's kind of fly. 
That's just because of the the that UK drill rap that I've been showing you is yeah is yeah 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 cockney yeah. shit. No, yeah. I feel it. I yeah. Feel so it. No, yeah. You, it. I mean, literally, when I say over one hundred accents, I literally mean a hundred. This small island has got a hundred different accents. If I go ten miles away from where I live in England, the person sounds totally different. The next county over for me, they don't sound like my county at all. That's crazy. I I lived in Dorset, and so Dorset. If you go west over to Devon they could sound completely different from how I sound completely different so right. it's but that's the same thing in America with New York and LA and Chicago New York is completely different than imagine Alabama yes but there, it's like a thousand miles of oh of, and for you it's literally towns oh, yes the next town it, it, yes the next city <laughs> next even, city if you will yeah especially wow. if you go to a small town they literally had their own kind of idiosyncrasies and all this thing. So New York, you know, New York is a place with 8 million people and Alabama's got to be a thousand miles from New York, maybe, I don't know. It's, it's far, right? Yeah. I went to Alabama before. Ooh. I went to Birmingham, I shot a commercial in Birmingham. How was it? It was fine. Um, There's nothing to do out there. I mean, it's, it's food. Yeah. Just stay away from the It was so green. The white folk. It was so green really? there. This is totally different than LA. It was I almost not like- imagine that. It was almost like being in England. It was so green. Because in LA, you don't see that much green, but Birmingham was so green. Okay, switching gears. Yeah. This is probably going to be the most controversial thing that we talk about in today's podcast. Should fat people be celebrated? (laughs) What is going on? I'm going to show you two videos right now, Tiberius. And I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I'll come over there to you. You're fine. All right. All right. <laughs> what is Lizzo going to be in the video? <laughs> Bro, I literally saw Lizzo on an Instagram feed with a burrito and she was stuffing McDonald's french fries into the burrito. Ugh. Hi, everyone. I just got a shower and I have something to share with you. It's super important. But I'm excited and sad. First things first. Look how loose this shirt is getting. Uh, what? Little victories like that just remind me of why I'm doing this. <laughs> and now to tell you the part of why I'm in pain. So over the past month and a bit, I have been in, in a lot of pain every day. Nonsense. Yeah, because you're fat. I've had ultrasounds. I have future ultrasounds booked. I possibly have to have surgery because I have developed a diastasis and an umbilical hernia at the same time. I'm only making light of it because every time I try and do well in weight loss, something pops up. And I'm not going to let that change this this time. I just want to say my content may change. I may not be able to do some dances, but I'm going to try my best. You will still see updates. I will still hold your thoughts. I have one more video for you. What the fuck? Okay, so... Can you explain to the audience what's happening in those videos, please? So in the video, there's a man who appears to be maybe 400 pounds or so. I would say 450. 450. Totally. Um, And I think he's on his weight loss journey. 
he he's loosening. He's showing how large his clothes are are fitting on him now, um, which I'm all for. For like I don't I don't care where you are in life as long as you're trying to go up in life. I don't care who you are. I will always cheer for you because we all have. I can't troubles. cheer for that though. But but look, that's that's his. Um, we all have our downfalls for what whatever. It's just that if you're overweight, it's literally all over you and everyone can see he's your... not overweight he is morbidly obese. yes he is but what what i'm trying to communicate is we can all see his his downfall or, or or something you know other people can hide it he just can't do you understand what i'm saying so it's easy to make, poke fun so i'm gonna i'm going to, i i'm gonna say okay multiple things are okay. true okay. and right now i'm gonna speak on his behalf okay i will always cheer for a person who's trying to do better you know, I've had my own struggles with things. It wasn't weight, but I was broke as shit for a long time. And it was hard for me to climb out of that. Some people made fun of me when I was at my brokers. So I understand that. So I'm being mean is what you're saying. Well, I'm not trying to be mean. I understand like you're saying, bro. It's hilarious. Get, get your shit together or whatever. I just can't celebrate that. People are where they are. So I'm, I'm going to get to that part, okay. the celebration part. Okay. I'm going to get to that part because... I think multiple things can be true at the same time. So let it be known that I, I will always cheer for a person who wants to do better. I don't care where you are in life. As long as you're trying to go up from wherever you are, I will always cheer for you. Sure. Now, the other side of that coin is, and this is more with women, as that was a male in the video that, that we were playing. But with women, some women are like three, four hundred pounds, and they're saying, "I still want uh, Idris Elba to be my husband." Well, now we're going to run into some issues. That's a whole different story. You, you can't be, you know, three, four hundred pounds, and demand no. that Idris Elba marry you. That's just I mean, disillusion. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Pure disillusion. It's, 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 as dope as I am, I probably can't marry Beyonce. I could smash. Not Let's yet. Get that straight. But I couldn't marry Beyonce. Ah! Beyonce's not going to look at me and be like, ooh. Hilarious. Tiberius, even though he is, you know, dope. <laughs> She's not going to marry me. Rihanna, she wouldn't marry me. I'm no. just being honest. Not I could yet. smash. Not yet. I could smash, but I'm just being honest. She wouldn't marry me because I'm not in her, nowhere near her tax bracket or right. an acceptable point of that. And that's sure. all right. That That's all right. There's a, a basketballer, uh, Joel Embiid. He's one of the best players of in the league. He yeah, may win course. MVP this sisters. year. Well, I don't think about when, that. Oh, he's bowling. He's bowling. But anyway, okay. a few years back before he became an all-star, he met Rihanna and she said, oh, I only date all-stars. She turned oh, him down shit. because he wasn't at the level she wanted. So my point is, yeah, even for a guy, we may not be where we need to be for a certain woman to like us or really want to take us seriously. So, you know, on one hand, I will cheer for you if you're trying to do your best to lose weight. But on the other, you can't force me to like you at the same time. You can't force me, you know, like Lizzo. You know, she she really wanted to date the guy who plays Captain America. I forget his name. Yeah, I think we talked about this on Lost. Yeah, and I'm on like, the last podcast. you can't demand <laughs> yeah. to date a guy like that. I you're mean, right. really, really, really. Illusion. I guess, yeah, no, definitely not. But that for some reason him in particular a lot of his videos pop up on my feed probably because i keep clicking them i can't help myself but watch his fucking videos because this guy is 450 pounds 
and he's like happy that he lost five pounds in a month. And that to me, that's just something so funny about that. I can't help but laugh. Well, if you do the math, if you do the maths on that, you're like, damn, five pounds. But maybe that's where he had to start. All right, you're a nice guy. You're a nice guy. I'm just being. I'm finding everyone has comedy in it. Everyone, everyone has to start somewhere. I mean, you you can't just. If you're 450, you can't go, oh, I've been training for one month. I lost 100 pounds. That's not going to happen. I know, I know. So five the pounds The problem is, is that you let yourself get to 450. But you don't That's know- That's my issue. You don't know what's going on in his life. I know. You, you know, I, know. I mean, I I, I just, it, it just, it's just too easy to pick on a person who, who's overweight because you can see where they come up short. Whereas an average sized person, you can't necessarily see, but we've all got, got problems of some sort. You're right. You're right. I ain't gonna hold you. All right. Well, you made me feel like a fucking dick for that, Tiberius. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, did you see Batman? Oh, I saw Batman uh, earlier this week. I loved it. What's the word? I, it's I, that good, huh? It's that good. I'd probably watch it again. It's nearly three hours long. It's, is it's it quite better than, uh, than The Dark Knight? It's totally different. Apples to oranges. Apples to oranges. Okay. It's, it's totally enough. different. The storyline, the characters. Um, and Colin Farrell did an unbelievable job as well. Who does he play? He plays the Penguin. And you don't even know it's oh, him. You shit. don't even... He, he killed the role. He killed... I would watch it again. It does was he have a, a fat suit on? I think so. And the makeup was great on his face for all kinds of... Uh, scars, scars, and, and it yeah, was yeah. absolutely fantastic. The character okay. development and why the the villain becomes the villain, yeah. and then they introduce you to another villain at the end, oh, and you know all kinds of. Don't stuff. tell us. Don't tell I'm us. Not, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Now Zoe Kravitz is the one, huh? Yeah, Zoe Kravitz is she's uh, so beautiful. Huh? She's a cute little something. She's tiny. Cute or beautiful or sexy or all. I of would the above. say all of the above. Okay. Because it's rare to be sexy and beautiful, right? It is. But she's got all of it, and she has oh. like this mysteriousness about her. You know, okay. Okay. I should meet her one day. I mean, well, yeah, that's that's the goal. I should meet that's her one goal. day. You know, uh, her mom was dated to, uh, was dated, was married to Aquaman. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. divorced now, I believe. But I think they're trying to get back together. I don't know. He should be out here in these streets. You know how many these females love Aquaman? Even, even my mom was like that. Jason Momoa. I'm telling you, my mom even loves him. Girl, every girl loves him. Every single girl on this earth would fuck Aquaman. You know he's like six foot five. He's a big. That's dude. the annoying part. He's six foot five. Beautiful, great actor, blue eyes, <laughs> fucking beautiful hair. Ridiculous, like, shut bro. Up. Ridiculous. Stop. Ridiculous, already. bro. <laughs> so annoying. And then, and then, like when you see him, he seems like a down to earth, cool ass. He you know what does. I mean? Well, He's he cool seems like guy. a like a gypsy kind of guy. He yeah. wears all these like funny hats. Yeah, because when you he, know what I when, mean. I think like when he was breaking up with his wife Shitty or whatever, boots. he went to live in like a camper van or something. He didn't yeah, even go. Yeah, live I in don't, a exactly. House, exactly. He's like, one of these. One of those dudes. So yeah, yeah. He's he's. Yeah, he's the real deal, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Fucking asshole. And watch, he's probably a black belt in jujitsu or some bullshit. Oh, he's definitely in jujitsu. You know, I, I think he may be a blue. But he's, I know he's, yeah. I, I believe he is into jujitsu. I was rolling with some blue belts yesterday. They're not that good. I realized that, no, you know what? Whenever my senseis would like to give me blue belt, I will be so uh, honored. But, you know, I won't press that time. But uh, belt, still belts white belt. are a funny thing. I know, cause I, yeah, 
I, I won't I, say anything. It, That's it, rude. Yeah, belts are a funny thing, right? I know people who are like black belts in Taekwondo, for instance, right? Right. But they can't fight. Well, Taekwondo is kind of shitty. But I'm, I'm just saying, my, my point is like, there's fighters and there's, you know. That's true. Like, also, size is everything. Like, the blue belt that I was rolling with, he, he was smaller than me, if you could imagine. And yeah, so, so for me, I was saying, you know, it was, yeah, it was it, easy it, for me to manhandle it. The belt doesn't it. necessarily tell you That's true. the story exactly. That's true. Exactly. I know some blue belts who are. Well, who beat black belts know, all the huh? time, and then I know blue belts yeah. who are just not that good. It, it just yeah, you're right. It, it's it's not exa- an no, exact an exact right. science exactly. Completely right, because when you watch UFC, there are guys who are black belts in jujitsu, but they lose because they can't can't strike. They can't yeah, well, like you even, can't utilize it sometimes when right. you're getting hit in the face or kicked in the right, face. Right, right. So like, it's it's not an exact science and every school is different so some schools have different belt systems and yeah you know yeah uh, yeah so but I went to uh, jujitsu last night I'm fucking sore man I feel good (laughs) I feel great the best type of sore is jujitsu sore in my opinion better than lifting sore better than like playing or like basketball for a couple hours to me that jujitsu sore is where it's at. <laughs> um, I want to show you this video and give me your thoughts because the internet is, uh, I see that they're kind of going two ways. When society sees a black man cry, it's interesting how we react because you got one side who's like, man, that nigga a bitch, right? And then you got the other side that is saying, well, it's it, it's dope and honest that he was able to be vulnerable with his emotions. And I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Uh, you know who Gilly and Wallow are? They're yeah. actually your age. So Wallow's story. <laughs> what? I'm just the, saying. The way you said that. I'm just saying. <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> Can you pass me a truly buzz? Can you truly be? <laughs> so funny. Uh, but look, we'll check this out. So Gilly was... Uh, I think he was in Cash Money back in the day. He used to work with with uh, Little Wayne like back in the day. And Wallow was his cousin. Wallow, uh, you know, did did some crime, and uh, he was in prison for like twenty five years. He got out two years ago, and he's just been on a journey. He's like a motivational guy, right? Uh, but he's hilarious. He's just like a he's got the internet in a chokehold. He really had, like, he figured it out. And he had all that time. He always talks about it. He had all that time while he was locked up just to think about it. And he had a phone while he was in prison once, right? And, uh, you know, the phone was his access to the world and information. And the phone came out while he was in prison. So don't forget, 25 years. Yeah, He yeah. just got out. So he was in prison for the iPhone. Like, this is all new. And he and he got a phone while he was in there when he he was locked up, and uh, and eventually got it taken away by one of the guards. Mm. And he said that when he lost it, he felt like he lost the world. And he just his relationship with with the phone and access, like he appreciates it so much more. He appreciates it like a starving child who has never had food before. Yes, of course, of course. You feel me? And uh, yeah, I wanna show you this shit. For some reason, I thought I had it pulled up. No worries, we'll pull it up right now. 
So this shit was on. Oh yeah, nope, it's right here. I got that shit right here. I forgave my brother's killer. And I'm saying it to say this. Nigga that killed my brother. My, my brother died in my grandma's arms. In that fucking house that we grew up in. Nigga shot my brother. He ran to the fucking... He ran to the house. He died in Natty Hall when she opened the door. So I'm telling you this some real shit, man. If, if I ain't let that shit go, I won't be right here today. I won't be here for my niece and my nephews. Me and Gil won't be doing this. Y'all won't know me. I won't be able to get y'all this game. But I had to leave, I had to let that shit go. Like, this is documented. I, I love you niggas, man. And I, and I hope y'all make it out. I hope y'all make it the fuck out, man. All the niggas in the back is all Dirk's crew. Straight up, man. That's Lil Dirk. So crazy. Yeah, this motherfucker really dropping tears for this shit. Like, shit for real. Like, I love you niggas, man. Whoa, bro. I, I can't imagine, man. I can't imagine. It's wild, bro. Whoa. So, that video has the internet talking about, like, you know, you got a lot of niggas being like, yo, like, he doing too much. Like, why are you crying? I know. Why? Why do people do that? Just allow yourself to be a real person for a moment. Bro, that was some serious fuck, shit. He fuck was just... that hard shit. That's not cool. Just be real. Bro. And he was being honest. Bro, from his core look, about emotion right we say that people are like men and are supposed to be emotionless right but a lot of the crime that takes place is an emotional act they may not cry but the crimes they do are an emotional act meaning i have a fucked up home situation or whatever and then i go rob this old lady or something that's an emotional act it's cowardice and it's emotional you, you see what I'm saying? They don't cry, but it's an emotion, but it's okay. I don't know if it's an emotional it, act. It, it's an act out of dire need. Yeah, but it's still it emotional. It happened to be an but, old but, lady or yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, but when you're hurt or... inside, you're going to go hurt a person who's feeble. That That is, you're going to pick that person okay. because of where you are emotionally. Does that make sense? It and does. that's it does. seemingly more acceptable than a grown man crying. Right? Like, they talk about like if you're a man and you're if you're a man and you're in a relationship with a woman, you know people say you should never like cry in front of her. She'll never respect yeah, you, right? Yeah. So like if your mom passes or something, yeah, okay. But like let's just say you some bad things happen all in a row, your business is lost, something happens, wow. and, you, and, and you cry. She may not respect you yes, because her hind brain is telling her he's not strong enough to protect me, mm. and so. That so much of what we do is from an animalistic perspective. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Building on that point, what if that guy, that hypothetical guy who's crying, happens to be Conor McGregor, one of the elite fighters of the world? Does she still have that feeling that this guy can't protect me? Okay. I don't know specifically. However, you watch Joe Rogan. He had this woman, I forget her name. She's a Thai boxing world champion. Okay. Her One of her ex-boyfriends was a Thai fighter and he got knocked out in a fight. Mm -hmm. She broke up with him. I know. That's, she, yeah, because she right. saw him get knocked out. Yes, facts. And Joe Rogan was like, he's a fighter. He's 
bound to get knocked out. I mean, it could, it could happen. She's like, yeah, but it's the way it happened. Yeah. When the guy hit him, he he just fell down and he didn't even like try to keep fight. He was like, he was knocked out. And when you you know when you get hit your motor skills are gone. Like you can't like move. And she's like, I don't care. She can't look at him she, the same. She, she couldn't look at him. I'm like, know. this guy's a world-class TIE fighter. He could beat 99% of all men on the planet. Just not that guy. And if he fought that guy again, maybe he could beat that guy. Right, right, right. right. But, but she was done. But this woman is such a, she's a world champion. And this is another problem that ties into what we were talking about earlier with women becoming successful and all these things. Women, when they ascend to a certain level, in this woman's case, a TIE fighter, world champion, now she's got to be with another guy who's a TIE fighter, world champion. Right. Women don't want a guy who's equal. You got to be better. So, you know, that, that works in their detriment. Because how many guys can she find? Who are world champion? I mean, and who are undefeated? Like, cause this woman's undefeated. Uh, I mean, honestly, on the earth, maybe twenty. On the earth. On the earth. And that's men who are. He may be taken already. He may not just not want you. Of course, I they're mean, taken already. Yeah, exactly. Because women love that shit. Earth. Exactly, exactly. And women don't think about the numbers. They just think about, oh, I just want the best of the best of the best. Really? Uh, uh. And what's about the price you pay for being with the top? top tier men. I love Muhammad Ali, Ali, right? I love him. You know how many women he always had on the side? Always. Muhammad Ali, Ali he was famous for having so many women We're on the side. We're talking about Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King had he had white women on the side. Come on now. He had white women on the side. <laughs> yes. Yes. So if you get an elite man, ladies, if you get an elite man, realize that every other woman wants him and most men are not designed to run away from free pussy. I'm I'm not. Are you? Not me. <laughs> I mean Not I said the cat. Yes. So you got you got to understand. And that's like a, all these offshoots of what you start the, the conversation on. Right. And women have to understand this. You you know, they think it's all fun and games. I think um I don't know the woman's name. Tyrese's now ex wife. Ooh. Beautiful beats girl. me. Tyrese's ex-wife. Yeah, he huh? just got divorced, right? Okay, Recently, yeah, 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 yeah. maybe a year or two. But she made a video and she was saying, look, you think it's all fun and games to be with these high-level men who make millions of dollars, they're world famous. Right. She's like, no, you have to share him. He's going to be out doing... Yeah, Tyrese, yeah. he can sing. You know, women love him, motherfucker, he can sing. Tyrese is like a baby Jamie Foxx. I've always said that. Tyrese, yeah, 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 you yeah. feel me? He's like, a poor he, man's Jamie Foxx. He's Fox. a poor man's <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Yep. Completely. Yep. But, you know? but a poor man's Jamie Foxx is still quite high on the oh, uh, evolutionary... No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the evolutionary scale. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. But speaking of Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx might be the most talented human that he, has ever existed. Jamie Foxx, I've thought this for years, he's the absolutely the most talented man in Hollywood. Absolutely. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. I mean, and he's great at all the things. Not, oh, I do, okay. Will Smith's a good rapper. I mean, oh, no, he's not. He's terrible. No, no, I'm saying as far as oh. commercial appeal, you know, you know his songs uh, when you hear them. I'm not saying he's, that's why I said good. Yeah. He, he made hit songs. He made yeah, yeah, hit yeah, songs yeah. and he's a I great guess. actor, right? But Jamie Foxx can really sing. He can really play the piano. Yeah. He can really do impersonations. Yeah. He can really act. Oh, yeah. He's a great stand-up comedian. Oh, yeah. Like he does comedy. He's, he does drama. He's that he, dude. He does everything. He's that dude. He really is he that dude. Everything. 
Yeah. Bar none. No one could, uh, mm-hmm. it just no one could hold the candle to that guy. Nope. Imagine being his kids and wanting to be entertainers of sorts. Well, his daughter. Oh my God. His, who I would smash. Shadow. I would smash, by the way. His daughter. He would smash most girls. Tiger. No, no. It's women, women, women. His daughter. Have you seen his daughter? And so would I. She's, she, she's, and you know who, who else is, I would smash? Who? Juicy Smoulier's sister. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying juicy because of Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juicy Smoulier. Juicy Smoulier. <laughs> but his sister is bad. She's an actress. Yes. Yeah, she's she, from uh, like all those films back in the mid 2000s. All those black types of films. She's no, also no, in no, the no, Denzel no. film. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. no. She's young. She's young. She's on. Um. She's on a hit show on HBO. Oh. Oh, she's. What was the name of that show? Oh, yeah. Damn. But I'm. Uh. I think we're talking about the same girl. But, she's but she was been a, acting. For oh, she was years. a kid. She was young. Yes. Oh. She's in um that Denzel film. Really? A Denzel film. Um, about the great debaters. She's in that? Yes. She's like the lead in The Great Debater. She must dude. have been quite young. Yeah, she's been working since she was literally... She was in uh, She was in Smart Guy, bro. She was in one of those shows. Oh, Smart Guy is an old Disney show with uh, Taj Mowry, if you're familiar. Is he the twins' little brother? Yes. Yep. T and Tamara's yeah. little brother. This is like back in the late 90s. She's been working since she was a child. Whoa, I Consistent. did not... Oh, I did not yeah. know that. I she's one of them low-key black oh. actresses that's just... Because I've only known her like in the past two, three years. Fair enough. But she's, I think she's, she's pretty hot. I think she got divorced well, as well. To me, she's not hot. She's one of the girls. She's, she, she's cute. Now what? But I she'll smash, look like that when sure. she's fifty. She'll still look like that. You're right about she, that. She, because she's beautiful. I don't think like, about that kind of not stuff. Not hot, like sexy, sexy, but oh, like right. she won't change. Like she will stay like that the way she looks when she's fifty. She'll still look like that. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. But she is, I, I find her rather attractive. Let's talk about that. What what celebrities do you find talk about that. attractive? Okay. Um, oh. You worked with her. I'll, I'll let you guess. You worked with her. Sofia Vergara? Yes. Oh, who doesn't find her attractive? Oh. Her, and, and you know her husband, Joe Magnello, or Ma- however you pronounce Wait, it. Wait, is he an actor as well? He's an actor. He's this big Italian guy. He's like 6'5". Oh, He's been on that show True Blood. And he was one of the strippers in that male strip film series. Oh, fuck. Come on. Magic Mike. Magic Mike. He was one of the strippers in Magic Mike. Who's this gentleman? He has a beard. Well, he, I don't really care about him. I care yeah. about her. Yeah. She, yeah, Sofia Vergara. She's, so is, yeah, she's, yeah. Okay, who else? For me, you know. And she's I, a bit older for you, right? She's got to be 50 yeah, by now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got to be I'm 50 by now. I'm not opposed to a milk. Would you smash? You, you smash a milk? Oh, my. Oh, would I or have I? Oh, my bad. Come on. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, my bad. So, <laughs> twice in my life. Uh-huh. One is like, ha <laughs> Mother, please Tune out, mom. If you're listening, tune out now. It's not her friend, is it? It's not like your mom's oh, friend. Oh, no, no, no. But it's just, I know she does not want to hear this bullshit. You do not want to hear this bullshit, Bob. Uh, she is like 45, 44, and she uh, worked at a bar. She was a uh, bartender. What do they call female bartenders? Just bartenders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, she was a bartender. Uh, she was bad. Uh, she used to bring me around like at her house, and her kid was nineteen, and I was twenty three, and it was just weird. Her kid did not look good. Her kid, uh, this is a girl, and she was fat. 
she was really, really fat, but the mom was mad. The only thing she had going against her uh, were her feet, unfortunately. I am... <laughs> I'm big into feet, Tiberius, if you don't know that about have you, have you seen that film Boomerang with Eddie Murphy from the 1990s? He had I'm a big aware foot of it. Fetish. Well, You're that's me. Young. You're a bit young, because this is like 1990 or something like that. Were you alive in 1990? 94 is when I was born. Oh, my God. I was literally 20 years old when you were born, bro. Damn. I was 20 years old. That's kind of crazy. Damn. That's cool, though. I think that's why... This podcast has the potential to be interesting. Yeah, we different perspectives. It, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, but we still relate on a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're both still men. At the end of the day. So um, who else do you find attractive besides Sofia Vergara? Okay, so I I did Sofia. You did Sofia? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. Oh, I wish. Um. Oh, you know who I had the biggest crush on when I was uh, a kid was the black actress from Clueless. That's oh, um, Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash Stacey was Dash. the one. Megan Good, now that I'm thinking Megan about good. it. She still looks good, though. I know. She's like I don't 50, like the braids. But, but she's still like 50 and still she looks was, good. She's, like, she, she's that old. Huh? I think she's at least my age. I'm 48. She's at least she's my age. She's in her age. 40s. She Whoa. looks bad. She looks good. So I met that is good, by the way, I for met people her who once. don't know. I, I yeah, met she, her once. Well, she goes to one church. Which apparently a lot of people. Oh, go it's to, a celebrity. A church. lot of my friends go go there. Where the, the guy who's the preacher drives a Rolls Royce or something. I'm sure he does. <laughs> Why not? Right. Why not? Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, and let me think. <sighs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Have you seen the girl next door? The girl next door. No, is that a film or television? No. No. I so the girl next it. door was was me. The first time I watched it, I laughed, I cried. I was like thirteen years old. Mm. Um, it, you know, and when you're thirteen years old, that's when you start going through puberty. And it was the film like it registered to me to every boy at that time, in America, mm. at that particular time in my era. And uh, it's about it's the hot girl next door. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And, you know, the guy's kind of a little nerdy, but kind of good looking. He just doesn't know it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So she had, you know, she she's kind of into it. And he falls in love with her, and but she's a porn star. And and his friend goes, Yo, you got to come over tonight. You got to come over tonight. I want you to show you something. I'm going to show you something. And his friend shows him. The girl next door that he's in falling in love with in the porn. Damn. And his, Damn. his heart is just smashed. Oh, man. Oh, man. No pun intended. Oh, man. For those who caught that. <laughs> um, and he ends up. Yeah. It, it, you know, and then that's basically the heart of the film, you know. Uh, but anyways, that actress. <laughs> I okay, forget her okay. name. It's all right. For those who know the girl next door, girl next door. I'll yeah, look it Google up while you're talking. Yeah. Um, now, at that time, like I said, now I'm sure she doesn't look that good. But bro, when that movie came out, I was in love with her. But other than that, personally, I think I know, I know girls in my everyday life that are just as attractive 
as celebrities. So, oh, you know, absolutely. to me, oh, it's absolutely. like, uh, well, because we're men. We don't give a shit yeah. if you're famous. That doesn't make yeah, you hot. Exactly. And Beyonce, to me, is just, she's cool. She ain't bro, the one. Bro, bro. Rihanna, to me, isn't even the one. Like, financially and success-wise, that's one thing. If we're talking strictly looks, and, you, and to be honest with you, I think I've smashed better girls than those two. Well, you have to understand, you see them at the absolute best. Women. Every like, time. I start seeing women. Yeah. The, yeah. You, Beyonce, it's always windy wherever she goes, right? So her hair can blow in the wind. and or you, you see it's a, a production every time you ever see her, right? Yeah. But I've definitely smashed chicks who are better looking Me too, than I'm like, you, you, Can I tell you? I actually think, I think they cool. I find Kelly Rowland more attractive than Beyonce. Oh, I don't. You don't? I, I find don't. Kelly Rowland. I don't. She's I, more Beyonce's natural the looking. one of the group. I, I, think, I think Kelly Rowland is more natural looking. I find her more attractive than, than Beyonce. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, you said more natural looking, you said? She's, I find her more attractive and she's more natural looking. Okay, copy. Okay, well, that's fair. <sighs> well, okay, now how about for you? That's just off top. I I'm know, sure, it's hard. It's sure kind of hard really to think, thought right? about it. It's kind of hard to think. Yeah, I would I have know. to think about it. Like, what celebrities do I really find? Um, I think Megan Good is quite That's attractive. Good choice, right? I think Megan Good is quite attractive. And you know, she's back in the streets now. I know. She's divorced. She's yeah. <laughs> old boy fucked up, right? I think. Old I don't, boy I don't know. Up. I, I so think whatever. I don't even know either of them. Who knows? So everything I well, say right now, you know that, right? Yes. Everything I say right now is purely speculation. You're I saying. don't know shit about either of them. However, I think he's just too nice for her. I think she played oh, she the role. I think she played that role as long as she possibly could. Yeah. But really, deep down, she don't want the nice guy. She want a nigga. She want a nigga too. <sighs> I want to say, can I say it? Hey, say it. She wants the nigga to slut her out. Yeah. She wants to get the shit fucked out yeah. of her. Her guts rearranged. Yeah, and I feel like Don't he talks they about. All. Yes, I think he talks about love too fucking much. Yeah. He, he probably is like, baby, uh, it's about love and connection. She's like, no, pull your dick out. Because <laughs> yeah. girls like yeah. that. Like, yeah, definitely. Bro, have Yo. you ever been with a chick, you know, like, and you, you, you get to either one of your houses and. She gives you that speech before you go in. Well, we're not going to do anything because I I don't really know you and I, and you go to the bathroom and you come out naked. You ain't never did it. No, it works, bro. But here's what I will say: is that never to that extent. I fuck with that. That's smart for me. That means if I'm coming to your house at nighttime, and you're gonna say that. You just want to sound like you're a good girl to make yourself feel good. Yes. That's all that is. Yes. But we both know what time it is. Right. And That's of course, all that is. not popular to say right now because of, uh, I know. you know, now they're like, oh, this is a... Uh, uh, we can't say anything as could, men. We right, can't say right. anything as like, men without like, being They're, they're like persecuted. saying things like, he should ask you to kiss you. No, the fuck. I've you never asked what? a girl. Can I please kiss you? I would never ask a girl to kiss her. Fuck that. No. What kind of... Now, here's what I will say, though. Here's what I do say, actually, a lot, especially if it's the first time you meet a girl. I go, give me a kiss. That's different. Awesome smooth That's different because you're telling it. There's a difference awesome between telling. There's a difference between telling right. and asking. Right, right, right. You know, it's different. Yeah, between, yeah, and, like, but women want to be led, though. They want you to take that lead role. You know so if you like, tell her to kiss you, she'll usually follow suit unless Facts. she just really doesn't like you. Facts. But women want you to take that lead right, and they right. would have you believe today with the media that 
oh, you should ask every no. step along the way, and no. you should. That's not realistic. That's not realistic. And that's women don't like that. Women bro. like to be desired, bro. Yes. Women like to be yes. desired. Now let me ask you. And ha- ravaged, by the way. Yes. Let me ask you if this has happened to you before. Have you ever had a female that is almost too aggressive? Like she is more into sex than you. Absolutely, like, bro. That shit is. I don't like that. This one time, I went over to a female's house. As soon as I walked in, she literally threw me on the bed. She started taking my pants off. Like, I'm a bitch. Like, what? Like, she was a nigga. Like, this is crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, she just happen. wants to get to it right away. And I'm not into that shit. I'm like, I, I feel like a bitch. I'm like, yo, can we talk first? <laughs> yo, I'm like, can we, can we have a conversation? Like, you're not going to pour me a drink? Nothing? Like, yeah, you just want to fuck. Yeah, chicks are like that. But I didn't like that. I honestly was not into it. I fucked her, but, and I think I fucked her a second time at a, uh, at a different, um, uh, you know, venture, if you will. But uh, I, I just, after that, I just, I could not get into it. I could not get into it. Uh, because I want to be the enforcer. Let me be. Let me be a man. Yes, and I yes. will. I'm gonna fuck when I want to fuck. I, I'm definitely the aggressor. I'm yeah, aggressive. But I, don't, I don't. I don't need to fuck right away. Especially, especially you. I can imagine. Like, okay. I, ooh, we could have a body count conversation. This this could be why. Okay, look, look, look. Okay, look, look. I'm 27 years old. I lost my virginity. I lost my virginity when I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I did it because all my all my homies were, were older than me. Mm-hmm. They were like 16, 17. They was fucking. And they were like the cool dudes. So I wanted to be a cool dude too. So I started fucking at 12. I didn't even really care about that shit at 12. At 13, I did. That once 13 hit, boom, when puberty hit, mm-hmm. everything switched. But now I'm at the point that I'm 27 years old. I've been fucking for longer than half of my life. Whoa. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it just, it, to me, it's not cool anymore. To me, I, I look at it as an addiction. That's how I look at it. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy anymore. I really don't. But here's the thing. If I see a beautiful woman, I think I said this on the last podcast, uh, Regardless if I have a girl, I can't help but talk to her. I, I feel like I did myself a disservice because here's my thing. I'm not married. So who knows? Maybe this is the girl. I don't know. It, to me, it, it all distracts you from the ultimate prize, which is us getting as successful as we can be, you know, whether it's in film, podcasting, whatever else. It really is all a distraction. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I, I that's what, it's an addiction. I don't like it anymore. To me, it's like a drug. It really females are like a drug to me. Whoa! And I don't like it. Whoa! I don't like it, man. It's not cool. Whoa. Like guys who are like you know they're still like on their we smash nine girls. Oh, cool, dude. I'm in the hundreds. Yeah. This is not. It's not cool anymore. I think I've seen too much and done too much at too young of an age that I'm like. I'm just like an old man kind of now. I don't know. I just, I would like, 
I don't know. But if I if I were to have, I've had really good girls, and I, I still fuck it up, dude. That's why it's a fucking addiction. It sucks. Damn, bro. You, you got it bad. You need a 12-step program I do. or something. I, th- I think I do. I really do. Damn. Yeah. Damn. You don't feel that way? No, because you told me last time you've never cheated. No, I've not. See, that's uh, the thing. You're a fucking dick, dude. You're an asshole. I, I just, I'm just I'm not that, I'm just not that guy. Truly. I'm just not that guy. I'm just, I, I don't have it in my heart to cheat. I don't like to hurt people. I don't want to hurt general. people either. In that's general. why it's an addiction. Yeah. I, it's, I, like, I, it's like somebody <laughs> who is addicted to heroin or something like, <laughs> like a heavy substance. No, imagine that. And, and as a result, they have to, you know, they, they result in stealing from their family. And they're hurting somebody in the process. I don't... That's how I feel about talking to girls. Whoa. Maybe I put too much pressure on myself. Well, and I shouldn't feel that way. I, I, sh- I should just be 27. When maybe. I was your age... I know. Okay, I was living... I was in Spain, I believe. Do you know what I was doing in Spain? No, but I also have a kid, Tiberius. But go ahead, still. Yeah, you do. I still want to uh, hear it. When I was your age... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was really uh, <laughs> I was really picking them up out here in these streets I was in the streets out here in these streets I was in those Barcelona the streets just uh, you have to understand too I like women who come from all these different places right so if you live in Barcelona you could literally meet a girl from 20 countries if you go out to lunch today you know because everyone from around the world goes to Barcelona Oh, really? So of course I'm going to try all the flavors. I mean, really? I mean, but aren't you over it? Well, it, you have to understand that was a part of my life at that time. I know. At 27, oh, okay. that was okay. 20 years You're ago. You're trying for to me. relate to me at my age. Yeah. Right now. yeah when yeah, I was yeah. your, what I'm saying is, when I was your age, I was the same way. So I what was, should I do? Not be so hard on myself, or try to work well, if on it. it if, if because it, I if, do have a daughter at that. Yeah. Now, see, if you have a daughter and you need to make things right with her and the mum and all these things, but also, those are things I didn't have to contend with. Right. Right. But more than that, well, not more than that, but equally as important, I want to be a good, a good example, and I don't right. want my daughter to be like, "Yo, daddy's got a lot of different girls around." Right, that's you do, normal. You, yeah, you don't. I and don't your daughter, want that your daughter all. is at the age that she would notice. She would She's notice five. that you have that you have all these women around. She would notice of that. Of course. Yeah. So you have to be careful with that. I did not have to deal with that sort of thing. Um, but now I, I have less sex now in a given year than I would in a given month when I was in my twenties. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. This. You, you, like for instance, I haven't had sex in like nine months. I've been to myself. I haven't had sex in like nine months. So, so should I just get it out now? That way yeah, I can. Because one day, one day, let's say you get married or whatever, yeah. you 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 you're taking so much time in your career, you don't have time for that shit, you know. And I'm not saying you should keep doing it, but what I'm what I'm saying is that's just a natural passage of a man, especially for a man who can get it, which ties into another point. Do you realize most men don't get pussy? Very twenty so percent of me. men actually get That's... pussy. 80%... Wait, 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 wait. What? Yes. Say that one more time. About twenty percent, between ten and twenty percent of men actually get pussy. The rest of them don't get any pussy. They're at home playing video games all day and all night. They have those special video game, you know, those chairs, the leather cha- chairs with the speakers in the chair. Yeah, they don't get any pussy. 
I'm just being honest. Most men don't get pussy. The men what? in the top 20% are fucking like 90% of all women. Yes. Yo, these are the facts, bro. These are the facts. Most so men don't I'm get just, pussy. So we're just blessed. With with good genetics, our facial structure is good. All all these different all these things, things yes. nice hair, you, you, whatever it is. You're six foot four. I have nice hair. Everything. Whatever it women is. notice I got things. Swag. Yes, you know women saying? notice these things. I know. We're all animals. So that it's fun. So for us, it's just like we're just eating. Right. I'm eating. I'm eating. You, right you now. realize that most men don't even less than fifty percent of all men get to procreate. But wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah. Are you are, making these stats no, up? Like, yeah, you making these no. stats up? Okay, women biology has designed it so that virtually every woman can procreate a fat girl can leave her house today someone will smash nigga i'll smash oh damn wait hold on did you hear what i, what I just said yeah you don't do you have you don't or have not fuck fat females oh i've done it before what i'm saying is what i'm saying though is she doesn't have to be special Right. to get laid very true that's yes, what I'm yes, yes, I, I watched yes, this thing yes, on YouTube yes. one day and this guy was showing an article that was written by a woman who was overweight and not even attractive in the face at all and she was trying to curb herself from having too much sex she has 11 guys on her team she was simultaneously smashing 11 different dudes in her holodex that person must be crazy and but my point is, if you saw her, you're like, ew, she has 11 dudes yeah. to choose from? A dude who looked like her would not have 11 chicks. He would have zero chicks. But but yeah. biology has designed it so any woman can get pregnant. Hmm. Because if, if women don't get pregnant, we die. That's just the way it is. Right. We die. We don't need every man to get laid. Evolution doesn't need every man. There's a saying, um, evolution doesn't care about the individual evolution cares about the species so if 10 guys impregnate a hundred women so the species keeps going but if a hundred guys smash 10 chicks that doesn't work right that doesn't work the woman's gonna get pregnant once this year yeah you see yeah, what i'm saying it doesn't work yeah, the other way around yeah. so it's important that women are choosy and that they can smash oh. at any time it's biology and most women most women can get pregnant but you realize in the black community, you know, in black community, we have a single mum problem. Uh, yes. But 80% of all the, the children in the black community are fathered by 16% of black males. Did you know that? No. Does that stat make sense, what I just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not even all niggas are fucking. No. Only 16% of like, us are fucking. 51% of black males don't have a child. They don't, 51% are not married or have children. That like half of, and and usually those are the black dudes who are doing something in life. You know what oh I mean? Oh my God, no, you're fucking right. Right. And so then, we're, so I'm fucking up. Well, you're not future. You're not future. Like, you're yeah, not uh, yeah, Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Or Lil Dirt. Tristan Thompson, this dude is afraid to buy you a love Magnum. Tristan Thompson again. Cause he just comes up all the time. I hear his name all the time. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Bro, you, those are the two I know, Future and Tristan Thompson, because they're yeah. the celebrities or whatever. Yeah, sure, sure, but sure. like, bro, you just keep impregnating all these different girls. Dude, DMX had 26 kids. <sighs> Boy. Mm. 
26 children. So does that statistic start to make sense? Yeah, it does. That a few, a handful, relatively speaking, yeah. a handful yeah. of black men in the black community yep. are fathering almost all the children. Now check this out. You haven't even talked about the fact that we are incarcerated at a significantly higher percentage than any other race. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? There's less free black men out there. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to be a high commodity. Yeah. So if you're a black man who's doing well in life, bro, you can, you can do, you can do you anything. You can do anything. You think, I think there are a million, there are a million men, period, in mm -hmm. prison, a million in America, and half of them are black. And if, if you think about how small that's crazy. black males, black males are only six percent of the overall population in the United States, and they represent half the prison population. That's like whoa, that's disgusting. Bro. That's horrible. That's blatant racism, and isn't you, it? Yeah, no. it, it is, but it's not. Like okay. you, you, it's like yeah, some people are born into certain situations, but you always have a choice. Of yeah, what you I know. You, my mom, my father was killed However, when I was young. You do, have a choice. I feel like we do get pulled over at a. Uh, once again, a higher percentage than other races. Like, we have to deal with more shit. We have a bigger target on our back than other races. Don't you feel that way? Well, or do you not feel that way? Okay, I, when I was quite young, I always drove nice cars, right? Okay. I get pulled over all the time. And I, when I was like, say, 20 to 20, I look young now, but when I was like 20 to 25, I really looked, you know, too young to drive these cars, right? You had hair or not? No. At that time? I, Oh yeah, on oh, my head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I I would get pulled over sometimes, you know, but nothing ever happened. I just showed my shit, and they were like, "What? You, whose car is this?" I'm like, "It's mine," you know, things like that. But like, I never got beat by the cops or anything like that, you know. Me either. I'm not gonna say now. Ooh, I got, I've had, I've had fucking cops plant evidence on me. Yep. Damn, bro. Swear to God. Man, you ain't even that black. Swear to God. Swear to God. Well, long story short, I got pulled over, and apparently I had a warrant for a previous bar fight. Something frivolous like that. It was just so, so minute and minor, but I apparently I had a warrant for it. So they, so... <laughs> The cops had me do a DUI test. I passed with flying colors. And you know me, being a, uh, uh, just a showman, if you will. I did a backflip to show them how sober I was. Yep, because I can do those kind of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh I, I, I'm like, I'm 19, 20 years old. You know, I, I wouldn't do that now. No, no, I, I would not. But at the time, yeah, I, you know, I passed with flying colors. I did the backflip, and that totally pissed them off. Uh, I was going to jail anyways because of the warrant. So I go to jail. Uh, I go through processing, and I see what what they're trying to charge me with, and they they said possession of meth. Dude, I know you don't know me that well, Tiberius, but if you know the a little thing about me, I like downers. <laughs> I like weed. I like things that are gonna bring, bring me down, mm. not uppers. Mm. I like cognac. I I don't even like tequila, which is like an upper to me. Like tequila vodka, I, that's like an uppers type of thing. I like downers, nigga. You gonna plus some evidence on me? At least make it believable. 
put Xanax there, put Percocet, put some something, something down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something like like, like some codeine, lean, something about like meth. No, 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 no. That's no, that's not me, sir. Not I. So they dropped the charge because I told them, I was like, that's not me. You know, I, I was very adamant. That was not me. Um, but yeah, they, they, they fucking tried it and they will try it. And yeah, and like you said, yeah, I am not that black and shade. Um, but to a white motherfucker, I'm a nigga. Whoa, I, I never knew that. <laughs> Whoa. Have I told you my locked in the box story? Or did I, did I say it last time on the podcast? Locked in the box. <sighs> I, I don't think I've told the story on the podcast, so I'm going to just tell it. Saddle up, guys. This is going to get rough. This is going to get bumpy. So, I had an ex-girlfriend who was white. I've had many ex-girlfriends that were white, but... uh. Uh, she was also white. She was one of them. And uh, this is Valentine's Day. And um, she suggests that we go uh, <laughs> dirt bike riding with her family. And stop me if I have told you this. Um, okay, so um, I'm like, that's kind of random that you want to be with your family on Valentine's Day. I thought, you know, just be me and you. But, yeah, we can go. So, me, her, and a mutual friend go meet her family. And this is not her parents. Her parents live in... in <laughs> they live in Michigan. And um, this is her extended family. So, like, her cousins, her uncles. We go meet her family in Baker, California, which is on the way to Vegas. Mm. So, um, you know, we get to Baker. Once again... We're going there to go dirt bike riding and quad racing, right? So we get to Baker. It's like a, it's like all dirt. It's a campground. So you know, drive, drive in, and we go. This is interesting. Uh, I guess I should expect it to be all dirt. We're going dirt bike riding, so okay. Um, you know, but the more we drive, once we get into the campgrounds, we have to drive another thirty minutes to 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 get to where her family is parked. They're parked their trailers and and their dirt bikes and all that fun stuff, as some would say. So once we get once we find her family, once we get thirty minutes into the campgrounds, I look around and I see like I see a whole bunch of fucking swastika flags and Confederate flags. Everywhere, not at her family's campsite, mm -hmm. but everywhere else. Because there's a whole bunch of campsites all around us, right? A whole bunch of uh, you know people parked with their trailers and, and whatever else, and they're everywhere. I, here's the thing: I probably see about two or three Confederate flags. I'm sorry, two or three swastika signs, or flags, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I see like eight Confederate flags. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck did you bring me to? So I start going off on her, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know that I'm black. What the fuck is this? You know, this, that, and the third, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, you know, and she reassures me that everything's going to be fine. You know, that's different camps. Don't worry about them. You're going to be with us. Everybody's fine here. We're not racist, whatever that. You know, she's trying to make me feel better. It's not really working. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
you know, I'm there for a couple hours. And by the time we get there, it's like 8 p.m. So a couple hours goes by and it's pitch black, you know. And, you know, I'm like arguing with her about the whole situation for kind of progressively for since the time that I've been there. And I go, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to sit by the fire. I was kind of yelling at her beforehand for what for what she brought me to. You know, I don't want to be around any of this. Even if your family's not racist, I'm not trying to be around none of this bullshit. She, well, and she's saying she didn't know. Right. So I go sit by the fire by myself. And uh, I'm there for about 10 minutes. And I, uh, I look up and I see like six of her family members coming at me. And I'm 19 years old. You think I'm skinny now? You should have saw me back then. 130 soaking wet. Just a kid, dude. A fucking kid. And I see six of her family members walk over to me with the look of the devil in their eye. Seriously. And I'm like, okay. They gonna fuck me up. They about to fuck me up. But they didn't. They all picked me up. And I'm like squirming, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck, screaming, hey, Paige, what the fuck, oh, sorry for saying your name, but fuck you. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm, um, uh, and they pick me up and they throw me in the back of their trailer. Um, basically, uh, like a wooden box that they attach to their truck to, to haul in their dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. That little box trailer, they throw me in there. And it's 10 p.m. at night, right? 10, 10.30 p.m. And I'm like, I'm trying to calm down. This, this is like a fucking horror film. Jeez. Fuck. I'm trying to calm down. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? Okay. They just fuck with me. They're going to be, it's like five minutes. They're going to come get me in five minutes. Five, you know, whatever. Soon, right? Like this is, there's no way they're going to leave me in here. Five minutes goes by, 10 minutes goes by, 20 minutes goes by, 35 minutes goes by, an hour goes by. Mm. I don't have my phone. It's it's all outside of the fucking trailer thing, mm. right? My laptop's there, my phone's there, my keys are there, my wallet's there. Everything's outside of the fucking shit. And eventually, I start fucking like... I, you know, I start beating on it, beating on it. No one's coming. I can hear them fucking like laughing by the fire. Maybe not about me, but like having a good time. Almost like they forgot about me mm. type shit, right? They're all fucked up. They're all doing coke. They're all fucking drunk, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Fuck them, dude. And, um, and, uh, I start fucking like praying to God, dude. It's crazy how, like, it's, like, it's interesting, and this has happened to me a couple times when I've been in jail or in that situation when I was locked in the box. Um, it's, like, when your back is against the wall and you don't, you have nothing. Like, you, mm-hmm. this is, you literally have nothing. All you can turn to is God. Mm-hmm. And I called to Jehovah, and I prayed to Jehovah, and, I said, please, you know, Jehovah, please just give me out the situation. And, you know, I promise I'll be a better person, you know, how, how we all do when when, mm-hmm. when we really need them. Right, right, right. And um, 
you know what I did? I punched a hole in that box. I have a scar right here on my pinky. Whoa. I punched a hole in that box. I literally crawling. I, I fucking maneuvered. It's a wooden box. So I like, I'm like, taking all the pieces out. I crawl and I maneuver my head and I weasel my way out of that fucking box. And I run. I don't want to look back. I fucking run, dude. I just run. And I'm running to like the next camp to tell them what happened. All my shit's back at fucking the camp that I left. And I run to the next camp. And I go... <sighs> you know, they fucking locked me in a box. Please call the cops. Please call the cops. Please. And like the, like in, like in an old grandpa at the camp, he, he held my hand. And he goes, you know, don't worry, son. Uh, we're going to call the police. And we're going to figure this out. And they call the cops. And mind you, this camp is one of the camps that had a fucking Confederate sign. Damn. That's the fucking irony. Damn. They're helping me out. Damn. They're helping me out. Damn. And so, you know, the cops get there and they go, okay, we'll handle this. They drive me to their little area within this campground. They sit me down and they go, all right, nigger, what did you do? They literally said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, damn. That's literally like a film. It's like a fucking movie. Whoa. Now, mind you, this happened before Get Out came out. This is why, <laughs> to this day, I have not seen Get Out. <laughs> I'm not going to watch that shit. It's, it, it's too close to home, dude. Oh, my God. So they sit me down. Yeah, they say that shit. I'm dumbfounded. I'm just flabbergasted. I'm floored. My eyes are fucking big. I, I, my jaw just goes... Why I don't know how to fucking react, and um, you know, and they asked me to stick my tongue out, which is weird, and they scan my tongue and they go, "Oh yeah, he's he's on drugs." Like they're just trying to like like what? What does that have to do with anything about what the fuck just happened to me? So they're fucking with me and they're saying some stuff that I don't remember, but I do remember that fucking first shit, which is all right, nigger, what did you do? Whoa. Um, and I remember some other shit. One guy, I was freezing cold at this point, and I have like a wife beater on, right? It's 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 nighttime now, and one officer, actually a white officer, <laughs> ironically, gives me his jacket. He goes, you know, I know you cool. I got shorts on, and I had a wife beater. He gives me his jacket, and then a Mexican guy hits it off me and goes, "Don't give that nigger jacket. Let him freeze to death." Damn. They said, and then one other thing that that they said that I, I still remember, and I'll always I'll always remember these three things that they said. Um, the last thing was that they were gonna dig a hole and leave me there. And now, in hindsight, I realized that they were just fucking with me. But why? Hmm. Who gets the source of amusement from that kind of shit? No, no. So the, the so check this out. So the story's not done. So the story's not done. This is where it gets... This is this is where it literally gets cinematic. Whoa. And I've told the story... I remember telling the story to a girl once and she was like, I don't believe you. I was like, what? Fuck you. Hmm. Why would I... This story does nothing for me. She's like, no, this is too, like... No. This fucking actually happened. You can believe it if you want or not. But if you don't want to believe it, you can you can call fucking James Backard, who was her roommate, or you can call old girl. And you know who I'm talking about, old girl. 
Anyways, so eventually the cops go, all right, let's, in quotes, right, in these quotation marks, they go, uh, let's find this camp that locked you in a box. They didn't believe me. Mm. So we go driving around looking for their camp. <laughs> this shit is fucking crazy. We find, we find Paige, <laughs> we find her car parked at a camp. I'm thinking this is it. Because all the camps look the same to me. I see her car, like mm -hmm. this, is, this is it. Comes to find out in hindsight, Paige went back to the box, found me not there, went looking for me by herself, and ran out of gas. Damn. At this campsite. Damn. So I'm thinking this is it. Anyways, the, cop, you know, they, the cops leave me in the cop car. They go and talk to the camp, uh, or whoever's camp this is. And they come back, and they say, uh, all right, you're lying. We're going to book you. And I'm like, literally, at this point, I'm, I'm crying. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm like crying. I'm begging you. I'm saying, please, I did nothing wrong tonight, officers. Can you please just let me call my family to pick me up? You can drop me off at the closest gas station. Just drop me off. I'll let, just have my family pick me up. I did nothing wrong. And one cop was like, all right, all right. He gave me his phone to call because I didn't have my phone. I didn't have shit. Mm -hmm. So the cop gave me his phone to call uh, my family. I called my dad first. He didn't answer. I called my mom. And mom, I know this probably still haunts you to this day. I told her what happened. She hung up the phone. She thought I was lying, I guess. I don't know what the fuck what she was going through. She hung up the phone. I called my grandparents. And uh, the cops dropped me off at the only gas station in the city. It's like, you know, it's, it's a random city on the way to, to Vegas, Baker, California. Whoa. Um, and they dropped me off at the only gas station in the city uh, with, I have no phone. I have nothing. Um, and I call my grandparents and they come to pick me up. And this, at this point, it's like 2 a.m. Whoa. And my grandparents drove two hours at 2 a.m. Mm. to come pick me up at the only gas station in the city. And now here's the thing. Cops just drop me off and leave. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking, like you said, this is like a movie. I'm thinking horror film like. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, yo, they're gonna find me not in the box, come looking for me, and find me at the only gas station in the city and fucking torture me, dude. Damn. Thank God that didn't happen. And you know, my grandparents somehow found me at that gas station. Well, I used the 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 guy who was working there, I used his phone to make sure that they had the right address as well. But yeah, they, they came pick me up. And, you know, drove me back and I said, drive me to Paige's house. Drive me to Paige's house. I went to her house, her, uh, you know, because she was still there, but her roommate was there. I don't know why I felt inclined, like this would do something, but this is what I did. I went to her house, um, woke her roommate up, and, uh, and I was like, yo, give me your phone. I'm going to call her parents, tell them what happened. And, you know, because her parents live in Michigan. Once again, this was her extended family that I was with. So I called her parents and um, and I told them. And they said something like, uh, well, maybe you deserved it. And I hung up the phone. And I was like, dude, this Whoa. is crazy. This whole family is just fucking racist. Damn. Yeah. So... Damn, I relived that right now. That's, that's I did. Messed up. We can end it on that. 
Whoa, that's that's. <laughs> we can end on that. So, good shit, bro. I appreciate you, bro. Signing off. Great talking to you. Cheers. Peace.